What's up? Welcome to the Part-Time Rockstar Podcast, episode 127. This week with my friends Dennis and Rick from Sunrider 9 Productions. Um, I've been meaning to get them on the show now for a little while. They are the guys behind a lot of the different shows and festivals in Catonsville, Maryland for the last couple years, and they've really been doing a great job. Uh, They feature a lot of original artists, which is awesome, and they also do some cover bands as well. Um, I've been fortunate to play a couple shows with them over the years, as well as started to uh, interview some of the bands that they feature as well. You can check out Sunrider's YouTube channel for all that. But uh, yeah, this week in particular, I definitely wanted to get them on the show because uh, their first festival of the season will be this Saturday, May 14th, in Catonsville on Frederick Road. They got a couple stages going, uh, one at State Fair and one at El Guapo across the street. And uh, both are great establishments, great food, great bartenders, all that stuff. Uh, Definitely local haunts of mine for sure. Um, On the bill this Saturday, we've got uh, Crack the Sky, Kelly Bell Band, Jaw Works, Philip Michael Parsons, The Players Band, The Dive Bombs, and former guests of this show, Mallow Hill. So if you're in their neighborhood or in Baltimore, definitely feel free to come on out. Should be a good time. Should be having some natty lights and getting some lawn chairs going and all that stuff. But yeah, we had a fun conversation in the Caton Tavern, and we kind of talked about their backstory a little bit, as well as the Music City, Maryland documentary that uh, they put together and were featured in. It is also on their YouTube page, and I will put the links for that in the episode notes. So if you're friends or fans of theirs, definitely feel free to check it out. Um, If this is your first time listening, thanks for doing so, and thanks for supporting local music. We all definitely appreciate it. Um, Feel free to follow or subscribe wherever you may be streaming as well. That also helps. Um, The first part-time Rockstar Fest is coming up uh, just around the corner, June 4th in Baltimore at Fishhead Cantina. We'll have like 20 bands from the show, two stages, and all that stuff. And uh, also got to mention, part-time Rockstar Productions is up and operational if you're looking for a music video. But uh, yeah, pretty much last but not least, just got to mention Truly Strings, the sponsor of the show. Definitely check out uh, what Steven's doing on Truly Strings' Instagram page, and uh, that's where I take all my guitars. So, yeah, without too much further ado, we'll get to the conversation with Dennis and Rick. We love doing podcasts in the bar. This is my third podcast I've done in the bar. It's my first, so go easy. Oh, yeah. <laughs> That's up to you, man. We'll try. Um, 
Yeah, no, this one's been a long time coming because yeah, it has been. we've talked about it easily since last summer, right. since the last festival you guys did, probably. Yeah, and I canceled uh, once or twice. You canceled once or twice, then we just we couldn't get it going. Man, but here we are. Yeah, we made it happen. Yes. So, yeah. Thanks for coming on the show. What I call the part-time rock star podcast. Yeah. Sitting here with uh, Dennis and Rick at the uh, Caton Tavern. I think this is the first episode I've done in the bar. Nice. We definitely thought about doing it in the bar before, but usually we try to like find uh, a little bit quieter spot. But this should work fine. Nice. I've, uh, I've yeah. listened to other podcasts where they've done it in the bar. Yeah, I feel like it works. So, cheers. Cheers. Thanks for coming. Thanks on. for having us on, man. We really oh, appreciate yeah. it. Absolutely, it's an honor to be on the Part Time Rockstar Podcast. We love everything you do. Uh, all the promotional work you've done for local music. Um, it's just, I can't say enough great things about it. Well, I think the feeling is uh, certainly mutual. We can we can say I appreciate being able to do a couple interviews with Sunrider. And uh, mostly I wanted to get you guys on because I think Sunrider is doing some of the coolest stuff on any side of the city. And, I mean, Baltimore and then also even Annapolis. I know you guys are obviously Catonsville, uh, Baltimore-based, but... Uh, it's really making a scene happen. It's making, it's giving bands a place to play. I mean, that, you know, it's a growing rarity, sadly, I think, in the modern modern age. So, yeah. We are coming into the Roaring Twenties. Stuff's coming it's back to normal. Shows. I think it's going to get... Yeah, I mean, we, we try to offer a unique environment for bands. And when I say unique, uh, you know, I've been playing music for 35 years. And, you know, you, you would go to a show and then you play down downtown and you have no idea what you're going to make. You spend months preparing for it, practicing. Then you have to load your equipment into a, a van or whatever the hell you're bringing in there. Load up maybe a flight of steps or two. And you bust your ass and doing all this shit, and then half the times um, you don't get paid. So the the bar will pay you, or the venue will give you twenty dollars a piece. Your bar tab's a hundred dollars, but you got a free ticket for one free drink. You know? <laughs> so what we're trying to do is offer bands a guaranteed pay. That's something the bands aren't aren't given these days. This is awesome. Guaranteed pay. You're gonna get paid. It doesn't matter what happens um they love that and then also we appreciate the bands um for what they do and when they come in we, we try to we try to get, show them some respect we, we try to we give them free beer we give them free 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 water um we have sound provided they don't have to lug their pa out we, we try to offer a good sound system and just in general make sure they're comfortable and give them a make sure they have a good time when they come out because it's a lot of work being in a band and, you know, being somebody that's done it for so long is like, I know how to communicate. I know what bands are looking for and little things that we, we offer for bands that are coming up. Number one, and again, I'll say it, um, even free beer is something that bands don't go to a show and, and get offered free beer. It just doesn't Not happen. all the time. You know, and, and it might not be like the the top of the line quality beer. <laughs> hey, Natty Light. But Natty Light, <laughs> man, you know what? Hey. If it's that, or running up a hundred dollar bar tab, you know, and you just like whatever beer, it's it's not a bad option, you know. And we have bands that come back to watch other bands, yeah. so there, it is a culture that's yeah. kind of building. You get a lot of the same people coming back. 
and a lot of bands coming back to watch other bands and it's it's building into something repeat customers yes. man it's a sign of a good business model right yeah, yeah. so it's definitely like a, a slowly building culture that's you can see it I yeah. think after a year for sure yeah no, I mean you guys immediately came across my radar I don't know exactly how long it's been going the Sunrider thing uh uh, 2018, I think the company was formed, Sunrider Night Productions. So we started out as a film company, and we did a film documentary called Catonsville Music City, Maryland. Which is great, by the way. Thank you. If anyone's interested who's from the, uh, the Baltimore area, I think it'll definitely entertain you. Yeah, we tried to capture a 30-year history of a bond between a group of friends, uh, which really... Uh, Looked at skateboarding and how skateboarding influenced the music scene here on top of the songwriters here. Um, out of a group of friends, a lot of us went to St. Joe, but not all of us. Um, we all are from, you know, grew up as the MTV generation. Like, we grew up on punk rock from the 70s, which carried over to the MTV generation, um, which really, skateboarding shaped everything that we did back then. Um, you know... You had the guys that liked the heavy metal, you know, they had the guys that liked fucking kicks and the big hair bands. And then you had us that listened to fucking Minor Threat and the Discord, what was going on with the Discord scene down back yeah. in those days. But you know, we were also a bunch of Grateful Deadheads, so we, we, yeah. we, lo- we love it all, we love, we love to have a good time, and we just gelled and we've been playing music around the same group of people for so many years, and I decided to just put, put this together and showcase whatever I could in, into a, a documentary. Um, and we started that. That was Sunrider Nine Productions. Sunrider Nine Productions is basically uh, spread like Sun Jam, Circle Nine, um, and Stone Dust Riders. Combine words from each one of that, you get Sunrider Nine. I feel like you might have told me that once, but I was yeah. probably drunk. So that's that's where <laughs> that comes from. So we know. So that was that was the roots of that. And then um, you know when we released the film, we decided to do a, a festival at Jennings Cafe and. Um, we featured a lot of the bands that were in the film. Because yeah. I figured a lot of people were coming in town to see the film, and why not put on a show? Because that's what we're all about, right? And the festival was yeah. after the viewing, right? So the festival was after the viewing. The, uh, the original uh, show was, uh, I think, May 19th, 2019. We had, we had two feature uh, premieres of the film. One was at the Hollywood, and the, the, the other one was, at, um, was in Linthicum. And uh, you know it's both sellout crowds. It was crazy. I mean, I mean, we were right up there when they had uh, Endgame from um, Marvel was, was featuring Endgame at the, the theater next door. And uh, at the time, that was that was making a lot of money. But we were like right next door to that, and selling out. People just really wanted to, to capture this film. We've won twelve awards uh, worldwide, Tokyo. Um, we've, we've won awards in L.A., New York. Um, Toronto, um, Georgia, Atlanta, Baltimore, Cumberland, uh, just all around. We, I, I just couldn't believe the amount of, um, when we put that in the film festival circuit, I couldn't believe the amount of uh, Attention. people that really, really accepted that and just loved to see and what was not a story of, of a band that's going to make it rich and famous. It's about the guys that play music for their entire lives. In the underground scene, right. and, and fucking doing it because they love of doing it. It's like they don't give a shit about the money. Fuck the money. Who cares? 
right? You do it because you need to. If you do it because we love to do it. We don't fucking care about anything else. And um, guys that have families, guys that fucking work regular jobs, but they're out there fucking, you know, couple of, couple of days a week, yeah. going to band practice, going to play shows on the weekends or whatever. It's fun as shit, you know? It's like, this is what you do. Yeah. A lot of these guys were skateboarders, a couple of pro skaters, and... Um, yeah, it's awesome, man. It's just a unique, I think, thing here that's in not only Catonsville, but Baltimore. I mean, it's it's, yeah. it's a good scene, I think, that's building right now with a lot of original music here. It's really, I think it's on the verge of possibly exploding, like a Seattle scene. Who knows? Who knows, All it right? takes is one, uh, one big Smells Like Teen Spirit song from somebody, and the next right. thing you know, everybody's going to sign. Absolutely. But, uh, well, it, it could happen. <laughs> you never know. Yeah, we've, we've had bands... Over the last year, the, their first show was with us, yeah. and then we've had them a couple other times. And you see, as the year progresses, how much better they get. Yeah, and it's like, that's been wild. Yeah, I mean, I think that's the number one thing that probably like separates you guys just a little bit. For sure, is the, the original aspect that you focus on. Like, you obviously get cover bands or tribute bands in once in a while, but sure. the support, you know, for the the original thing, it's kind of rare, you know. And uh, you guys are doing it well, and doing it probably so well because, like you said, you've been doing it yourselves for so long, which is, you know, yeah. key. Well, the whole joke with original bands is that you know, yeah. it's you, you, you know, it's you guys and the roadies that are typically the ones to show up at the shows, right? It's always been this inside joke. Well, cover bands have hundreds of people show up. The original bands show up, and you might have like five people there. You know, and they're usually your buddies, and two of them got in for free because yeah. they helped you carry a fucking drum, you know, yeah. whatever. But uh, we're, we're trying to showcase that music. It's about songwriting. It's about a, it's about yeah. a scene, building a scene of songwriters. And yeah. it can't be done when you have, when you're only uh, showcasing cover bands. And I have noticed, I have, I have the utmost respect for cover bands. That in itself is, is tough to do. And, yeah. and to build a following is tough to do. But, um, you know, it's about art. It's about the fucking guys that sit there and they—I mean, they're, these guys that write music and they can write lyrics and they can write fucking kick-ass music. Like it's—you don't need to be on MTV. You don't need to be fucking on on the radio. It doesn't matter. But like, I want to—I want people to be able to come to a place that can they can watch that, they can see that, and they might not know one fucking song that's coming out there. But when we featured, for example, Sean K. Preston a couple of weeks ago. I, there were people lined up to get his fucking autograph to that show. They didn't know one goddamn song that guy wrote, but it was a phenomenal show. People fucking loved it, and it was packed. Because why? Because he's fucking writing great music, and that's what we want at our shows, you know. Um, and we've really been something that we've really been sort of proud at, like, being able to do that and bring a crowd at the same time. That, that's yeah. tough to do. Yes. Yeah. And it, there a lot of a lot goes into it. Yeah. You know, talking discussed it beforehand yeah. plug in opening bands for yeah. all that is yeah yeah I mean I don't know how closely you guys work exactly with State Fair the restaurant that uh, a lot of your shows are at 
on Frederick Road. I mean, obviously, you guys worked with Guapo, who I think is still kind of State Fair. But um, yeah, we want to give. I mean, a big shout out to the owners of State Fair, uh, Guapo. Um, those guys have been a tremendous support. They they wanted they wanted a music venue. They came to us and said we want put, we want to put fans out here. So they have been extremely supportive of everything we've done. Yes, and we can't thank them enough. Evan Evan Brown and um, Keith Holsey. Those guys have been great. Like they they want. They back us for what we're doing. A lot of venues would say, if you don't pack this place every week right. and bring in cover bands or whatever, then... Then get out. Right. <laughs> and we've been able to do it with covers and original music, which has been great. But they, let, they let us do what we need to do. And yeah. Very supportive. It, I mean, yeah. it couldn't happen. And honestly, before you guys even started partnering with them, I was a big fan of the restaurant. Great yeah, food. I mean, I don't know if Jimmy, the bartender, will listen to it, but this. But if he does, got to give him a quick shout out. Jimmy's so, awesome. So yeah. is John Boy. We love John Boy. There you go. <laughs> He's yeah. the outside bartender. But um, yeah, and they and they let us do what we do. I mean, they don't they don't really like they don't sit there and say you know we want you to do this or that. They don't really yeah. give us instructions. They just say just keep doing what you're doing. And they know there's going to be slow nights. It's not always going to be like. It's not always going to be a packed bar. You're going to have those nights where it's, it's slow. Yeah. That's that's just part of the industry. But at the same time, that they're they're happy with us bringing in people, bringing people from out of town to come yeah. to Catonsville, and and not only just State Fair. I think a lot of the surrounding restaurants and shops get people coming in, especially for our festivals too. Yeah. That experience kid. They they they've never even been to Catonsville. I've had so many people come up to me and be like. Catonsville. I've never even been here before. What is, like this is awesome. You got it like tracks on racks with record store. You have Bill's Music I, House. I was gonna say musicians might know Catonsville because of Bu Bill's Music. Bill's Music, right? Uh, yeah. But other than that, people may never yeah come down, hang out on Main Street or Frederick Road. Or right. Whatever. They didn't. So, they don't realize that there's really good restaurants, really good yeah. shops here. Um, so we're trying to put money into the economy here. Help out the business owners, which I know a lot of the owners around here, and um, yeah. and at the same time give artists a place, a platform, give the artists a place to play, which is what they need. You know, um, there's not a whole lot of places to play in Baltimore these days. There's not. Um, you know, there's a there's a handful. I mean, Auto Bar. I mean, we love the Auto Bar. I've been to the Auto Bar. I go to the Auto Bar a lot, but that place is booked up for years. Like you try to get in there. Yeah. You try to get a band trying to get to go there to play. It's bu their book like it, it, it seems yeah. to be like a year and a half in advance. Well, oh, you can play here in twenty twenty four. You know, yeah. so uh, there's great venues. It's just yeah. it's hard to get into them. Yeah, I snuck in there. Snuck in there in a build mm -hmm. exactly one time. It was yeah. probably the best show we ever had. But like, it's a great venue. Uh, I fucking love it there, and I love what uh, they're doing there. And, yeah, and who exactly. they feature. And yep. there are, like, you know, there's a house party scene, which I kind of wanted to bring up. I don't know if you guys know the Schmidt house, but I always yes. give them a little shout-out, obviously. Mark Schmidt. Um, yes, I went, I've, I've been to most of those shows. Yeah. Yeah. I think that's where I ran into you before. Yeah. Yeah. <laughs> so Mark uh, uh, lives on, lives in Catesville, and I lived, like, across the street, three houses up. Ooh. So I found out from a friend of mine named Chris Kirby that they were doing featuring national bands coming through right, right. somebody's house I and I'm like I asked Chris I said where, where is this and he's like he told me the address and I'm like holy shit it's fucking right across the street from me so I started going to those shows and what Mark's doing I think is phenomenal because 
you, you go in there, you pay a cover charge. It goes, the money goes to the bands. The bands actually have a place to stay. He's got like a whole yeah. huge, it's kind of separate like like, like, like green room, <laughs> outhouse, whatever yeah. for the bands to sleep at night. And if they're going from D.C. to New York the next day, yeah. they can stop on by. They can they have a free place to stay. They don't have to spend their money on on hotel or whatever or sleep in their van for that matter. And they get paid. They get a big, big paycheck, and they're playing in somebody's freaking living room. No, I mean, and it's a big party. We absolutely love it. <laughs> yeah, I, I, was, yeah. I wasn't sure if you guys were partners necessarily, but obviously, yep. all friends stay. Like, yeah, we love yeah, those, those guys. Yeah, those, I like I said, I've been to most of those. I, I mean, phenomenal. I couldn't believe that my favorite band in the whole world, Susto, was playing there one time. That's yeah. how I found out about it. I was like, wait, they're playing in Catonsville, but there's no address listed. And I'm like calling people, like trying to figure this out. And then that's when I started calling Mark, like the great Gatsby of Catonsville, which I've since told him about that, and he seems to have a little bit of a affinity for it. But, well, yeah, um, it, it's awesome. They, it's don't, like, they don't advertise. They, don't advertise it, they just, it's word of mouth. It's, it's all word of mouth. And if, if it's you're old school. And you know, it's, it's in a house. Yeah. yeah. How much advertising do you want to do? Yeah, and it's a huge yeah. house. The house. His house is freaking awesome, too. Yeah. Um, I mean, the whole setup is, is phenomenal, I mean, and it's just it, it, it's definitely inspirational for somebody like me. Yeah. I'd say, well, this guy can bring bands through, he can contact bands, national bands come through, have them play in his freaking living room, get them paid, fed, uh, and have all your buddies come over. And yeah. the place was packed. Too. And then they have them afterwards. You get, you get yeah, meet them. Friends, Another band besides who's that? The Future Birds. Of course, yeah. Yeah. Unbelievable band. Yeah. I, that was the first show I went to. I think it was the second or third one they had, and man, so good. Absolutely, yeah. This is so good. Yeah, but, but yeah, yeah. Hats off to Schmidt House shows. We love it, man. Yeah, one hundred percent. Yeah. Because there is, I mean, you have that. You have what we're doing. I mean, there is an underlying energy for yeah. what we're doing. I mean, there are definitely people interested in doing it. It's it's a musical town. You know, yeah. it's great. Uh, Music City, Maryland, right? Yeah. yeah. You call it now. When I moved here in 2016, well, I moved back here. I, I, I've always lived in Canesville. Yeah. Yeah. I moved back here. I moved out of here in like '99. Moved back in 2016. See this big mural, Music City, Maryland mural at the bottom of my street, Glenmont Avenue. Yeah. And I walk the dog every day, and I'm like, Music City, Maryland, what a killer mural. Yeah. It kind of inspired me to make the film. I'm sorry, I'm going to be switching out. You want to close it out with me? No, not at all. all right. I have his bucket on yours. Do you want me to separate it? Nah, that's no, I got it. So, um... Want to get on the podcast? <laughs> no, is that what you guys are doing? We're doing yeah. a podcast. Yeah. That's cool, that's cool. Say hi. Hi. Best bar in all the land. Kingsville yeah, Tavern. Kingsville Tavern. Yeah. <laughs> yeah. I'll give you cash. Oh, yeah, that's fine. So, um... So this, this mural at the bottom of my street, I kept seeing Catonsville Music sitting around, but I'm like, where's the music? Yeah. I mean, I know we have the music shops here. I didn't know, at the time, I didn't know anything about Schmidt House shows. Yeah. I knew they had Frederick Road Fridays, which was, that's a wonderful thing in itself. Like, every, you know, in the summer, it's Friday nights. But like, yeah. where are the bars? Where are the venues? Where's the bars? Where's the, where's the yeah, music? Yeah. There is none. There wasn't anything there. Yeah. So, I mean, we instantly, the first thing I did was set up one of my bands called Sporadic Sun Jam and another band that I'm in uh, called Stone Dust Riders. We started setting up shows in Catonsville. We did yeah. Jennings, we did uh, uh, Kate Tavern, which is where we are here for Sporadic Sun Jam. It's uh, 30th anniversary for one of our, our CDs. And, um, you know, 
we did that festival at Jennings, and um, we're like, let's bring music here, and then let's do a festival. We did a festival in May of 2019, and we did another festival in October 2019 at Jennings Cafe. Um, then, you know, um, COVID hits. Right as we started doing first Friday shows at the Cane Tavern, we did, we did two events here. We got shut down. Last event was literally March of 2020. The Friday, and then that Monday, everything shut down. And then, yeah, everything yeah. shut down. It was, uh, God rest his soul, Dave Lenitou with Society French Players, played right here where, where we're sitting. Uh, this was his stage, his very last show in March of 2020. Yeah, and um, it was phenomenal. It was a great, it was a great event. And then yeah. little did we know that that would be his last event. Just passed away a couple of weeks ago, and um, that then we said, let's do a big festival. Let's do a four stage festival, Music City Maryland Festival, and and we couldn't do it because COVID. Well, you had it planned COVID, two right? or three times, right? And, and, we, and we we set it up, we moved it, and then we ended up getting. 20 uh, over 30 bands on four stages in August uh, August 20th of last year 2021 uh, and uh, guess what it was Music City Maryland people came in from all over the place yes, it was a free event for uh, we got was, sponsors it was awesome yeah and we really just yeah. and that right then and there I think I, I looked around at our team and, and we were just like well this is Music City Maryland right yeah this is it this is like Music on four stages going all day from noon until 11 o'clock at night. It was a big party. Right up till (laughs) the end. We didn't know what to expect. I mean, it was our first kind of go around and and they worked out. Man, I didn't sleep the night before. Like, just nervous about the next day. But then after it happened, I I don't think I went to sleep till Sunday night. I mean, it it, it worked out so It was a fucking blast. It was great. I mean, like, and we're doing it again this year, October, uh, August 27th. This year, we have 28 bands, a couple of national bands coming through, a new party. Um, We have um, Better Off. Thanks for having me. Hollow Truths will be here this (laughs) year. Absolutely. We have... um, we have Jawworks, Petticoat Junction. Um, uh, I don't know. Uh, the, the lineup will be announced soon. We're wait. We're, our artist Ian Herrick. That's off to yeah. Ian too. Uh, we'll be doing a uh, a big poster for that, um, which is I think will be out next week for our Who big announcement. Say? Yeah. For the Music City Rail Festival. Yeah. Yeah. I mean, you guys are big inspiration for me too, because I mean. Uh, trying out the festival thing or festival game myself been doing like backyard parties kind of Schmidt house show style or whatever but that's where it starts man exactly that's where it starts absolutely it's trying to like make it more of a not too official of a thing but you know something that's a little bit more uh, professional perhaps you know just keep uh, it going I mean I mean I started renting halls back in the 90s when I started doing this you know Hall seven hundred bucks. Okay, well let's sell ten dollar tickets. Yeah. And the, and the hall provides free beer and wine. Okay, well you sell ten dollar tickets. Yeah. You buy a cut, you know, hire a couple of bands, and you put you know seven hundred people in there. You do the math. You know, it's who's not going to buy a ticket for ten bucks? What is free beer? Right. So. Yeah. Prices are a little different these days, but yeah, like, the free beer is sometimes a little harder to come by. But uh, <laughs> but then they'll still do it. Some of these some of these yeah. halls, they'll still do it. But like just, but basically, I mean, we we had a practice space called Studio 14. It's still in Baltimore. Bands yeah. still go down there and practice. It's in West Baltimore, right off of Emerson Avenue. Sporadic Sun Jam, a band called Juice practice there. Um, 
Doom Cookie, um, and and we would have our friends all practice there, so we would have shows there. Yeah. It was this big warehouse, and on the other side, we started doing these 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 big shows. Dude, I'm telling you, everybody I knew in the '90s, in the early '90s, were at those events, and they were so much fun. Yeah. Back then, it wasn't even. I don't think anybody made any money out of it. I think it was one of those things. It's like, look, we'll grab a couple of kegs, no tickets, just come and party, and we had these yeah. big parties, house parties, like you're talking about. Yeah. Money wasn't even involved. Exactly. People would come start seeing these bands, and then once we all became like 21 and over, yeah. going out to bars, like everyone's like, oh my god, I saw the band at Studio 14, and then would go, and the bars would the bars that we would all end up playing at the bank. Um, uh, what's the other one down? Um, we were at the eight by ten a lot. We played there a lot. Yeah, still um, kicking. Yeah, still eight by ten, still kicking. Um, um, but yeah, I mean, it, it's just whatever you can do to. to but what you're doing is, is putting on events and, fe- and festivals and and events that you want to keep the music scene going. Got to keep the music scene going, right? Because what's going to end up happening? This is going to be. You're gonna end up one day going to a bar and it's, it's gonna be all karaoke, or you know it's gonna be like a thing in the past. Or like you're gonna hear somebody doing a Beatles night on karaoke. So yeah. Keep the music scene going. It's always gonna exist, but like I don't know. I guess there's people like us that just get tired of like yeah. not having enough yeah. places to play, and it's just like DIY mentality. You just gotta make it happen. Like right. I. So. We're in a resurgence. I mean, yeah. people sat around for years, so everybody wants to do something. I mean, I time we're at where we're at now I mean it could be it's perfect for what we're doing you know what I mean it is being cooped up yeah two years of yeah. COVID just no, no live shows or whatever I mean so but just not yeah. certainly not not, not out <laughs> and, and the forefront right yeah. so basement parties whatever backyard yeah. parties were definitely happening. fire pits yeah. fire pits ah, fire pits yeah but, so, yeah, I think we're coming. I mean, the energy is high yeah. around here just with yeah. everything. And did start with the sprint shows, but it's, yeah, I think we're coming into something special. People in Gainesville yeah. love live music. They yeah. love to go out and see music. It's great. It man. just hasn't been, it, it hasn't been at the forefront. It's not been there. Since 2016, there wasn't anything to do other than Better Road Fridays, which is like cover bands, family atmosphere, which is it's great. I love it. And I go, I always go yeah. to those shows. I bring my kids, whatever. Um, a lot of fun. It's a, it's a social gathering. But when you want to go see a band and go see the band and sit there and watch yeah. somebody play, it's not in the background. It's forefront. That's what was lacking here. And original music was definitely not any part of any part of anything here at all in 2016. That wasn't anything. Like, oh, where do I go see some kick-ass original music in Gainesville? How would you guys have like single-handedly helped kickstart it, man? Like, and Mark I mean, Schmidt too. Like, yeah, like that's where you, you would too. Get, which yeah. I eventually <laughs> found out about his shows. Yeah. yeah, but it's cool. Like yeah. when you find out that somebody else is kind of on the same wavelength as you mm-hmm. that you didn't even know, but like you were thinking like-minded and like yeah. ended up becoming friends. Kind yeah, of through it's, that. it's a small um, town, but a lot of people play music and a lot of people are yeah. into music. You know, it, it's it's unique yeah. for sure. No, I love just coming out with people dancing in the streets or whatever. You shut it down, and it's great. Yeah. I mean, I feel like the topic of the hour is, of course, you know, in, what, two weeks from now, we'll have 
the next first festival you guys are doing. Yeah. That'll be May May 14th. 14th? Yeah, Saturday, May Saturday. 14th. It's our first uh, festival of 2022. We're excited. We have uh, a, it's, it, it is a festival of original music um, of the some of the uh, great bands we featured, uh, we call it the Sunscape Live Festival. And the reason why we call it Sunscape Live Festival because it's sort of like the best of what we sort of featured last year for Sunscape Live, our first season. Um, you know, we have 10 bands on two stages, uh, State Fair. We're going to build a, a big stage behind State Fair in that parking lot. Um, we're going to feature Crack the Sky and Kelly Bell Band. We have Philip Michael Parsons, Jawworks, um, Sporadic Sun Jam, which is my, which is my my brothers that I've been playing with since high school. Um, Hell yeah! I don't know if I've seen you play yet. Before, yeah, so uh, we'll we'll be there at three o'clock on the, <laughs> the State Fair stage. We have three fists, dive bombs, uh, the dive bombs, uh, good men doing nothing. We love those guys. Uh, you know, definitely hats off to those guys. Uh, I don't think those guys have been playing live a lot. They've been playing for years, but um, I think they started get they got together in COVID. And yeah. then I think yeah. their first show was with us. Yeah. And then when they played the Dave Lenitude um, fundraiser, they yeah. had a guy come up and play with them who I think now is part of the band. It's now part of the band. Yeah. And yeah, and they so also did growing. the one at Heavy Seas that night. Yeah. They did, they, that guy played with them. And then, then we can't forget the players' band. Um, yeah. Kingsville oh. guys, you know. Shout this. out to Mark from Atomic. Yeah. <laughs> He's in the players' band. So Andy Schneider is is and Dan Schneider from the Players Band are brothers. They're my cousins, yeah. my first oh, yeah. cousins. Okay, cool. And um, Nick Ryder, I, I can't thank him enough for uh, all the help he's given me with with helping to put on the, our second festival of the year, which will be July 16th, our Reggae and Ska Fest. That was actually one I really wanted to talk about. Yeah, we got a second here. Yes. But, uh, uh, Bumpin' Uglies, we have that's, a headlining that event. That's a big deal, man, because, yeah. I mean, I know you and I have talked a little bit before. I mean, i got to commend you on having the diversity of bands and genres and all that. Um, but, like, there's been a groundswell of reggae, which I think we all know in Maryland yeah. if we're plugged in. Yeah. To the point that even Reggae Rise Up has brought their shit to Maryland. It's uh, awesome. In Baltimore. They normally only do St. Pete in California, I think. It's California, St. Pete is all that I've seen, correct? Yeah, and they they noticed, you know, that Maryland's been bringing the heat when it comes to reggae. I mean, yeah. God knows how many reggae bands are here now, but Ballyhoo and uh, Bumpin' Uglies, obviously, obviously kind of spearheading things. And correct. And Pasadena, maybe back in the day, a little too. And you guys got Bumpin' Uglies. And we reached out to Ballyhoo for that event so. too, but they were they, they couldn't they couldn't do the show. Yeah. Um, but they were definitely open to doing future events with us. Of course. Uh, so um, we were real happy to get that. And uh, one of the bands I'm really excited to hear live, uh, which I haven't yet, is the Pie Tasters. Uh, that's a band that goes back to the '90s. Uh, one of the biggest ska bands. Uh, yeah, yeah, in the in the Mid Atlantic region, really on, on the East Coast. Um, my cousin Dan Schneider plays guitar from the Players Band, plays with those guys occasionally. Yeah. The bass player of the Players Band, Joe Ross, is now full-time, I think, with the Pie Tasters. So we had a little bit of a in to get those. I mean, not that you really need them. If you want yeah. to book a band, you just call them. You book the band. But uh, I fucking love the band. Those guys used to, you know, they used to tour with, like, you know, Dropkick Murphys and... Um, they were very influential in the 90s and still to this day they, they, they're DC based right now 
they have great shows. They play the 930 Club. They play a lot of great events, uh, mostly down in D.C. We're trying to break, build the ska scene up here in Baltimore. Um, we had the Players Band do a lot of ska music. We have uh, we have those guys. Um, we have the Scotch Bonnets. Um, we have the Fuzz. Um, the, but the, this diversity of there's nine bands at this event on July 16th. I can't say enough great things about it. Uh, there was a ska festival at Virginia Beach last year, which they've been having a couple of years. They don't have it this year, so you know we figured we definitely figured. And I've been talking about this with some of the. Uh, some of these local bands here that we should definitely do something in Canesville. And we got it set up and we were thrilled to have the Bump and Uglies come to headline it. Hell yeah. Absolutely. Um, we may I have mean, to sit down and have a separate chat slash episode just for that festival in, in and of itself. Absolutely. Yeah. Uh, so that's that, going to be a big one. Yeah. Um, so we're, we're excited. But, we got good things coming to, coming this year. Um, Music City, Maryland, August 27th, 28 bands. Uh, Hollow Truce will be there. Um, Hell yeah. <laughs> we're, we're excited to have you. Um, uh, just just great things ahead. And there's going to be something coming in October we haven't even really talked much about. September or October, but we'll, we'll get to that yeah. when we figure that out. We worked on that a lot today. Yeah. <laughs> cool. Yeah. Looking forward to hearing the details, of course. Yeah. And yeah. Uh, nah, I feel like this has been a good like all-around just kind of summation of what you guys are doing. And obviously it won't be the last time. Uh, you know. So Yeah, I, I think there's a lot more good to come. Yeah. And it's a good group that we work with. it's very eclectic group, but yeah, you guys have stuff a big, done. big crew, right? I mean yeah. it's getting there. It's like ten of us I'd say. There's about fifteen now. Yeah, and sure. a lot of us didn't even know each other before all yeah. this started and fifteen and a half. Hats out to you, Brett. Hats out to you, Brett, now for yeah. the, you know, do, doing our, our, our inter our live interviews at our uh, shows. That's that's awesome to bring you on board for that. No problem, man. It's been fun. Yeah, absolutely. Yeah, everybody that we worked with or work with, it's great. I mean it's I'm it's nice that everybody found everybody that quickly. Because, I mean, sometimes yeah. I can take years. And to get along. We did, yeah. Without we killing each other. Yeah. <laughs> uh, you build enough stages and run enough sound and move enough porta johns, maybe there'll be some fights, but <laughs> I don't know. If they <laughs> are, they, might be they last a minute. <laughs> yeah. Yeah, no. Exactly. Yeah. But, yeah, it's been phenomenal. Yeah. Phenomenal. Yeah. So I'm impressed. For yeah. sure. I think it's given yeah. us a shot of life, the town a shot of life, and we'll keep going. Yeah. Yeah. And that's off to all the bands. Yes. We love all the all the bands that we featured. We we love all. Yes. Every one of them. Hung out with all of them. It's yeah. it's yeah, it's been great. So I feel like you know one thing bands kind of want to know usually is who to hit up or how to hit you up if they want to be involved or be considered. I know it's sometimes can be overwhelming on your part if you're getting you know nine million nope. emails. But uh, yeah, um, they can email me. Uh, email our, our group at uh, sunrider 9 productions at gmail.com. If you want to be involved in on the team, if you want to be involved in the shows, if you want to appear a, a band that want to want to be featured at one of our shows. Give us it. Shoot me an email, and uh, we will definitely get back to you 100%. And uh, yeah, Sunrider Nine Productions at gmail.com. Yep. Obviously, I'll just add your links to the episode uh, description here, so they can find your Instagram. And then Sunscape Live. Uh, yeah, our events yeah. are on Sunscape Live. Just hit that number in your on your little browser, and we'll take you right to where all the fun is. <laughs> yes. 
Sweet. Well, any parting words, gentlemen? Anything that I feel like I missed, or you feel like I missed, or uh, anything? Until we talk again, of course. This will not be the last one, I don't think. No, we just appreciate what you're doing, man. Yeah. Absolutely. Yeah. I'm trying to spread the word as gently as I can, hopefully, and try to get it out there a little bit. So We just love everything about local local band promotion. Everything that has to do with promoting local, local music. And I appreciated everybody that's come to the shows, everybody that's gotten involved in the shows, yeah. all of them. Sweet. Well, cheers, gentlemen. Cool. Cheers. Thank you for having us. Thanks for yeah. having us again, man. No problem. Uh, we'll do it again on the next episode. All right, brother. So, uh, yeah, make sure everybody comes out May 14th. It should all, When this gets released, it should be about a week away. So nice. should be cool. good to go. All right, brother. So, yeah, I want to thank Dennis and Rick for coming on the show, and thank you if you made it this far. Uh, the first song you heard was called Never Wake Up in a Good Mood Again by Sporadic Sun Jam, and the song you're hearing now is called Revolutions Come and Gone by Circle Nine. Thanks for listening, and uh, hopefully see you again sometime.